All right, wrestling fans, this is Southern Dynamite here one week away from Christmas Chaos 22. This week, we are at the State Farm Center in Champaign having a great time, a great match coming up. But again, this week, the only title match on the docket is the television title. New champion Brickhouse Brown defending the title against Iron Mike Sharp. Would be a great storyline between these two guys over the television title. Maybe starting today. You'll have to hold on for a couple of minutes until we get through all of the card. But we've got some great matches coming up. Eight matches. Main event being Dan Spivey against Dr. Death, Steve Williams. Nothing spectacular in the buildup for this match, but two great wrestlers just at the top of the card this week. But before we get into the card, contract signing. New guy, absolutely enjoy his work in NWA Smoky Mountain uh, back before it became Innovate Wrestling, back before COVID. Uh, uh, man's name is Facade. He is a very athletic, very awesome wrestler to look at. If you see him on the independent circuit, because I'm not sure where he is right now. He is he gives a great match. Very good athleticism as well as showmanship. And he starts off facing off against Billy Travis. And Facade makes a terrific splash in his PWA debut. And Travis is completely shocked as Facade makes him submit to the dreadlock in a time of 3 minutes. 12 seconds. Next match has the television title on the line. Brickhouse Brown defending his newly won tag or newly won title against Iron Mike Sharp. And Brickhouse takes a few shortcuts in order to keep the title, including ripping Sharp's brace off and using it himself to get the pin in a time of 7 minutes 48 seconds. Brickhouse Brown is still your television champion. Now we have the former television champion, Bugsy McGraw, facing off against Cowboy Ron Bass. And Bass tosses Bugsy outside of the ring very early on. Bart comes down to the ring and squashes Bugsy on the concrete floor behind the referee's back. Bart rolls Bugsy back into the ring so Bass can get the easy pin in a time of 4 minutes, 49 seconds. Well, maybe Brickhouse and Iron Mike Sharp might have a good feud, but Bugsy McGraw, Ron Bass, Black Bart, there you're talking about a great brawl of a match. All right, next match. Former tag team partners here in the PWA. Jesse James Armstrong facing off against Iceman King Parsons. And Armstrong and Iceman have a great match for the first 15 minutes. 
They battle back and forth, but they are interrupted by Cactus Jack. As referee Tommy Young is down, Cactus nails Iceman with a DDT on the concrete floor before rolling him back into the ring for Armstrong. Armstrong shrugs and tries to wake Young up to make the pinfall count. Iceman kicks out after two. A few minutes later, Iceman and Armstrong nail each other with a double clothesline. Gary Hart climbs onto the ring apron. While Young is distracted by Hart, Bad Company comes through the crowd to slide into the ring. Diamond nails Armstrong with a superkick. Armstrong stumbles into a German suplex by Tanaka. Diamond slides Iceman on top. Hart drops off the ring apron. Young turns around to make the three count. Your winner, Iceman King Parsons, in a time of 25 minutes, 20 seconds. But, yeah, does he know that he won? That's the big question. Well, I guess that's the second biggest question. The biggest question being, does he know how he won? Because I'm sure that's not going to sit well with Iceman. Next match, slated for Gino Hernandez and Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. We try again to have another match between Gino and Eddie, but Gino no-shows once again. I'm not sure what is going on with the handsome half-breed, but he is not showing up for work. And his contract comes up in a couple of weeks. He better have a good reason to not be here because I'm not going to offer him a contract extension if there's not one. But Billy Travis, having the quick match against Facade to start off the card, comes out to the ring as Gilbert's opponent. And they have a great match. Travis shows some great signs in the match. But Gilbert gets the win with a small package and a handful of tights in a time of 15 minutes, 9 seconds. Now again, Billy Travis showing some life in this match, showing some promise in this match, that maybe if you know the man he has tagged with a couple of times here in the PWA weren't the television champion, Billy Travis might have a decent case to be the television champion. But this is not one of those times to break up a fledgling tag team as they have gotten back together in the last couple of weeks. But keep an eye out on what Travis does in the television title division. Next match, non-title match. Chris Candido against Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. Again, could be a great title versus title. But you know, I don't feel like putting one half of the American tag team titles on the line against the Illinois title. Because, well, what happens if Candido wins? And he now becomes one half of the American tag team titles or champions with Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. Yeah, that would be interesting with what has gone on between those two guys over the last month and a half. And Gilbert was in the last match. But as he leaves the ring, Candido makes his way down to the ring. He knows that he's facing Gilbert next week at Christmas Chaos. 
And once again, he calls out fallen angel Christopher Daniels for a warm-up match for Christmas Chaos. Daniels and Missy come down to the ring. Candido and Daniels brawl with each other, but the match ends quickly when Missy nails Candido with her purse, causing the disqualification. Gilbert runs down to the ring, and Daniels and Gilbert double-team Chris Candido until Tully Blanchard comes down to the ring and sends them running. But your winner by disqualification is your Illinois heavyweight champion, Chris Candido, in a time of five minutes, five seconds. Having just come off a great match in the street fight last week with Bubba Ray Dudley, Sting challenges Billy Gunn. And they have a great match, but Sting seems a little off again. Not having that height and that confidence he had last week in the street fight. In fact, when Gunn hits the Famouser, the crowd erupts when Sting appears in the crowd. What is going on? But in the crowd, it's Sting with the bright face paint from Jim Crockett days. Crow Sting is in the ring. And Crow Sting is still laying there after Billy Gunn gets the pin in a time of 13 minutes, 3 seconds. But what is going on? Two Stings? I mean, yes, this is a fantasy wrestling league. But really? Two stings. Same guy? Same gimmick? Just slightly darker? Well, no, I'll let you in on a little bit of a secret. Oh, the sting that has been wrestling with the Crow gimmick has been one of the most underrated wrestlers of the WCW era. Uh, man's name is Jeff Farmer. Uh, he is best known for being the NWO version of Sting. And he had great success with Great Muda and Kintsuki Sasaki as the Japanese version of the NWO. But it never really was more than anything but theatrics in WCW. But before he was NWO Sting, he had a feud with Ranger Ross as Cobra. Very great athlete. Very underused. Now, with all of these accolades on him, why am I having him be just a little bit off? Because I wanted to draw Sting out. Yes, Sting had been the world heavyweight champion. We were combining with big-time wrestling in that big title unification match with Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and then he leaves for big-time wrestling in Indianapolis. But I have been trying to work with him to bring him back into the PWA. And to my surprise, he shows up. A week before Christmas chaos. Trying to create a little chaos of his own. But then again, that was Sting. 
back in the UWF when he was with Missy Hyatt and Eddie Gilbert and Rick Steiner. They were the chaos makers in that territory. Regular Sting, Steve Borden Sting, hopefully him being in the arena, showing up, popping up in the match, means might be closer to a contract signing. But we'll have to see. All of this, and we haven't even gotten to the main event yet. Main event, Dan Spivey facing off against Dr. Death, Steve Williams. And Spivey has a great match knowing that he's in the main event. That it is his time to shine. But Dr. Death gets the pin in a time of 10 minutes, 29 seconds after a lariat. And a great match. And truly, Dan Spivey is another underrated guy that, yes, met his best as tag team partners with Mark Calloway as the skyscrapers in WCW. Had actually been thrown out there for the Undertaker role. Now, could you imagine Dan Spivey as the Undertaker? But when Vince liked Mark better, he still signed Dan, but signed him as Waylon Mercy. Once again, Vince taking a top star from another organization and just making a mockery of him. Did it with Lex Luger as the narcissist. Did it with Barry Windham as the Widowmaker. Uh, Tully and Arn as the Brainbusters. I mean, they at least got to be World Tag Team Champions for a while, but they were not quite what they had been in Jim Crockett. And if you don't believe me, go back and listen to the Arn podcast when he talks about the months that they were in a storyline with the Bushwhackers. I mean, when you are one of the top teams and you have a two- or three-month run getting beat by the Bushwhackers every night. Yeah. Vince didn't do anybody a lot of favors. But, again, I have my own issues with Vince. And, you know, as a fan and as someone who has run fantasy wrestling leagues for many years. Not kind of the way he, WWE has always been more about entertainment than it has been about wrestling. We'll just leave it at that. And I will sign off now after my mini tirade on Vince McMahon. But this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for being here for your favorite fantasy wrestling league on the internet, Pro Wrestling America. We will see you next week.